Hello, everyone, and welcome to Janky to the Max, a podcast where we talk about amazing projects and the even cooler creators who make them. Today on the show, we got Mad Bodger. He's super exciting. Um, a few things, a few, a little bit of housekeeping, though. Uh, on April, I'm going to say 16th, but I'm going to put the date in the show notes. Uh, there was going to be a game jam with Jack. Um, you have a fantastic time while you're stuck in quarantine to, to sharpen your skills. Um, also, as always, we stream all these episodes live from the Janky web, DIY web server. Um, so if you ever want to like, ask questions or whatever, we try to normally get to them. Um, so yeah, do that. Um, follow us wherever you get podcasts. Uh, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts. We should be everywhere. Now, there's this joke going around that since the coronavirus, every podcast is about the coronavirus. And honestly, I'm sick of it. So we will actually not be uh, directly addressing it um, or, or like having themed episodes about the coronavirus. Um, simply because I figure you guys get enough of that literally anywhere else. <laughs> so we'll be that we'll be that nice break. And w- with me in the studio, I always forget this. I'm sorry, bro. Glavin, my fantastic co-host. Hey, hey. Welcome, everybody. And enjoy the show. Um, anyways, so uh, hello, Mad Bodger. Welcome to the show. Glad you could be here. Hey, thank you. Good to be here myself. Now, one of the things that is just always it's so great is you have so many different stories about, like, all these different fantastic life experiences I, I think I think we could all learn from and um, so so tell us like the g- give us the the general uh, generalities of, of your life like like what, what are the, <laughs> the, the the big the big points in your your story Let's see I uh, I grew up on the space coast my, my dad actually worked at NASA so I got to watch the Apollo launch launch it which is amazing that is amazing and then we moved up to maryland and i basically hid in my shell for a bunch of years decided people sucked and do anything but tinker with electronics and then puberty hit <laughs> and suddenly i was interested in other people but i didn't know how other people work so i just kind of went out and did random stuff and got away with it it was amazing <laughs> I did random shit and people left me. <laughs> That's amazing. Then uh, I went to college, did even more random stuff, took random courses, which was nuts. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take this advanced math course and set building because I feel like it. And they left me. And it was awesome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And then there was this lab on campus building electronics gear, and I'm like, ooh, this looks stuff. So uh, I kind of peer over in their dumpster. It's like, hey, there are oscilloscopes in the dumpster. I want me those. So I'm climbing in the dumpsters, pulling out oscilloscopes. This guy comes out. He's like, what are you doing? Pulling oscilloscopes out of the dumpster. There's no point lying. It's obvious what I'm up to. Why are you doing that? Because I... I'm a student. I don't have any money. I want an oscilloscope, and I can't afford one. So I'm going to take these home and try to fix one. You can fix a oscilloscope? 
I, I don't know. I'm going to try. Come by Monday. I went, I talked to you. And he, he, he hired me. <laughs> <laughs> I worked there for three years building particle beam equipment and fixing oscilloscopes for Nobel laureates. It was insane. That is amazing. <sighs> yeah, I got a job from dumpster diving. <laughs> That that is that is amazing. That that is that is so wow. Okay, that's like the easiest job interview you didn't even know you were taking. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> My wow. other jobs have happened that way too, and uh, then I just go and attempt these random things and get away with it. So I ended up partying with the cast of two of my favorite TV shows. Like, what? How does this even happen? How <laughs> <laughs> does it even happen? happen? Well, in that case, it was a charitable no- donation. I'm sitting at the airport ready to fly somewhere, and I'm just, like, scrolling around on my laptop. And I see this thing. It's like, hey, we're, we're having a fundraiser for St. Jude's Hospital. You know, contribute at least $500, and you can go. And I asked my girlfriend, like, hey, should I do this? She's like, oh, I don't know. It's your money. Do what you want. Like, yeah, I'm hopping on this. <laughs> <laughs> so I flew down to Memphis, and they had the cast of both TV shows. I got to hang around and party with them, and eventually got invited to go see an episode filmed on set. Like, okay, cool, yay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that is so cool. Wait, what TV show was it for? Uh, Victorious and iCarly. Right on. Which, uh, (laughs) since I have the heart of a teenage girl, this was perfect for me. (laughs) (laughs) And then later when some of these folks got famous, it's like, yeah, in those days, not a lot of people knew who Ariana Grande was, but now everybody knows. Yeah, she was a victorious. (laughs) So I can say, yeah, I back then. You were before it was cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. All right. So, anyways, you 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 got the job working for the uh, the the really cool Nobel laureate um, fixing their their lab equipment. Uh, then, yeah. then what what would happen? Yeah, then I graduated from college. Wasn't sure what to do next, but. A friend of mine's mom ran this, like, job placement thing out of her living room. And she's like, yeah, I can get you a job interview with this company. Like, yeah, sure, go for it. And I went and talked to them, and they asked me all the stuff I didn't know. Like, do you know how to do this? Do you know how to do this? Oh, no. Um, however, I could probably learn. Like, really? So they... they kind of took me on board as a trial thing and they're like, yeah, we need you to write this DMA driver for this 8-port serial board for this VAX computer. So, uh, okay. And I went out, bought a bunch of Fritos and Pop-Tarts, came back, and basically locked myself in the computer room for three weeks and wrote this device driver from the ground up. <laughs> and then they showed me the computer. They're like, oh, well, we don't just have one of these boards in here. We have five of them, so we're, we're going to test out your, your board running 80 ports at once. I'm like, well, this will be... And 
It fell over and burned the first time, but I just increased a few buffer sizes, and it actually worked. We actually demoed wow. this thing and won the contract. <laughs> wow. Wow. Nice. That, that's legendary right there. <laughs> that is. I ended up working there for the next 11 years. Wow. <laughs> so you just did, like, random drivers, so you did, like, microcontroller sort of stuff? I did some embedded stuff, but mostly the, this was big industrial Unix machines wanted to plug it into stuff designers had never thought of. They're like, yeah, can you figure out a way to bolt this together and make it actually work? Like, yeah, sure, sure, I can come up with something. It'll be ugly, but it'll work. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly wow. my motto. <laughs> I can build it. It's going to be ugly, but it'll work. <laughs> It and like I said, I did set construction back in college, and the whole motto there was file to fit, paint to cover. I'm like, that's a good life motto, and that, that yeah. is my life motto. <laughs> that, 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 is, that is a very good janky motto. I love it. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you work here for, for, what, 11 years? Yeah, worked there until uh, they merged with another company, and it went badly, and they ran out of money, and I got laid off. And then they kept trying to hire me to freelance. They're like, well, can, can you just do this one project for us? Just do this one project. I'm like, um, yeah, sure, I'm not doing anything better. And I had to uh, say, yeah, I'll do this for a firm fixed price. I'll do this in two weeks for $5,000. Like, oh, well, we don't work that way. It's like, if you want to hire me, you're going to work that way. Okay. <laughs> and one of them, they gave me this thing. It's like, go write this thing. And I, I went home and I wrote it in like an afternoon. And then I thought, you know, if I turn it around today, they're going to know how easy it was. So I just sat on it for a week and then I turned it in early. But I basically made $5,000 in an afternoon. <laughs> wow, nice. <laughs> Smart thinking. That's 200 level IQ right there. Well, they don't know how hard this stuff is. These are salespeople. I'm oh, a programmer, I and I just tell them, oh, yeah, this is very complicated. It's going to require lambda tibia fibia physics. <laughs> and they don't know any better. <laughs> you know, though, often it works in the other other way, you know, where the salespeople oversell the product, and then, you know, us, the, the guys who have to make it a reality or scratch your heads being like, wait, you told them it could do what exactly? Oh my gosh. Oh, oh yes. yeah. They wanted to use an Ethernet card as VME interface. And we're like, well, it plugs into Ethernet and VME so it could just go the other way, right? No! Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Although uh, they did get the last laugh. I went out on one contract uh, as basically the helper to one of the salespeople. Nice young woman named Melissa. She was 28 years old. And we won the contract $330 million contract. Wow. She took her 5% commission and retired. Wow. I didn't even get a thank you. Wow. That is ridiculous. So, yeah, the, the salesman won that one, but hey. <laughs> oh, wow, that's that's incredible. That, that. So, what happened after the... After you did... What would you even call that? Like, like uh, embedded systems... Um, Freelancing? Yeah, pretty much. And some of it was cool, weird stuff. Like, I, I got to write fourth code for OpenProm at one point. Like, well, I don't know fourth, but I'm sure I can learn it. <laughs> what is fourth? What is OpenProm? Uh, 
open promise with the sun computers used at bios and oh. it was actually written in this programming language called forth this really small functional language where it just has verbs that do things and you can build verbs into other verbs then build verbs into other verbs and that's your whole program huh. and it, it's goofy but it's actually kind of fun neat huh. that's interesting so what is like your favorite project that you've worked you worked on during this this period uh i think favorite one was when i had to bug of all the insane things tales people bid on something was a scuzzy floppy drive like, who hooks a floppy drive to a SCSI bus? I don't know. So they bought this thing, and we hooked it up, and it didn't work. So I'm like, well, what's going on? I send it a read command, and it sends back, okay, I'm done. No, you're supposed to send me back the data I asked for. It's like, nope, okay, I'm done. So they rented me the super expensive SCSI analyzer, and the SCSI analyzer says, well, that's exactly what happened. Send it a read command, and it sent back, okay, I'm done, and no data. Why? And then I decided, you know, the SCSI analyzer is assuming everything is obeying the spec, and I'm guessing it's not. So I got this creaky old logic analyzer, and I hooked it up, and I saw what was going on. It's like, it sends out the command, sends strobe, takes the command away, and waits for acknowledge. That's backwards. Most devices, they work fine. They just latch on the leading edge of strobe, and they get the bytes, and it's fine. But apparently this thing had a little microcontroller in it that the strobe was an interrupt. It was like, oh, I was interrupted, I'll go read it, but by then the command was gone. Read zero. And in SCSI, a command of six zeros is a valid command. It's test unit ready. So it's like, okay, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> so I go and I look at the driver, and you can see, here's the line that gates out the data, here's the line that asserts strobe, then it takes away the data, then it waits for act. I switched two lines in the driver, and it fixed it. <laughs> oh wow nice wow that's that's incredible <laughs> that, that's well, when i learned you get all this fancy analysis equipment but it has its own interpretation of reality and if that reality doesn't match the real reality it's gonna lie to you that's okay. very true <laughs> <laughs> wow well, what about your least like least favorite uh, job you had to work on? Oh, gosh. That would probably be something I did when I was working for a company called Vivissimo that made a search engine. And we had this really obnoxious customer, big international bank, and they said, we want the website to look exactly like this. Every pixel where we put it. And you have to do it do it all with HTML and CSS and it has to wait. work across all these browsers. So wait, this, they wanted it to look a specific way. Is this like the public browser or just a browser that you're building for the company? Uh, this is just the website that the search engine produces and they wanted it customized to look a very specific Why? way. <laughs> That's so dumb. Oh, it, it was. It was two months <laughs> of doing one pixel tweaks in CNS, CSS. I hate it. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, wow. Oh. Doing minute tweaks in CSS like that is such a pain. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's mind-numbing. Hate it. And, but that, that was bef the days before mobile devices, right? So at least you didn't have to make it responsive. 
Oh my god. Yeah, I, I didn't have to make a mobile version, but they did want it to work through, uh, you know, Opera and iCab and whatever browsers were in use in those days. Netscape. <laughs> oh yeah, Netscape. <laughs> oh wow. So what what would you do after that? After you uh, decided freelancing was enough and you, you wanted to move on. I uh, bounced around a little bit and uh, ended up with another company that basically just outsourced engineering. So I, I went various places and learned various things. And I ended up working with, that's actually how I got the job at Vivisimo. I, I ended up working with their product, which very configurable and very powerful. And I, I got very fond of it. This is a cool product. I, I like all the stuff you can do and how, how you, well you can program it. And then uh, the company I was working for decided to have a big change of management, and they're like, oh. we're, we're going to all Microsoft all the time, and I'm like, um, I'm out. So <laughs> I, I sent Vivissimo a resume, and they said, it was funny when we got your resume. It's like, we got an unsolicited resume from some clown who knows our product and has a security clearance. So they, <laughs> they hired me pretty much instantly. And I worked there for a few years, but I was hoping to actually build the thing. But no, I was stuck hacking CSS. So after a while, I walked and went to another company for a bit. But they ran out of money, and I got laid off, so I did hardware design for a while. In the interim, the company that wrote the search engine got bought by IBM. And IBM started selling it, and they're like, oh, well, we need to support this thing. So they... Their subcontractor got in touch with me, and they're like, we want to hire you. And I'm like, I've never heard of you. What? And they're like, oh, you have experience with this obscure Vivisimo product. Like, yeah, I do. Oops, who told you that? They're like, all your ex-co-workers. They said you're wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up working for them. <laughs> oh. uh, well, you hadn't heard of IBM? I'd heard, I'd heard of IBM, but this was an IBM subcontractor called Essex Tech. It's actually based uh, up in okay. New York City. And Essex Tech wanted to hire me to support IBM Watson series products. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, so before Watson was Watson, it was their search engine. Well, IBM bought a bunch of companies and piled all of their software together and just called the result Watson Explorer. Oh. So it's all these things that were never designed to work together, just kind of shoved together. <laughs> Like like Windows? Uh, yeah, kind of like that, but at least these products basically worked. It's just they were never designed to interoperate. Interesting. So your job was to make it work together smoothly? Yeah, the customers would say, okay, I bought Watson Explorer, so how do I make Application Builder and uh, the Report Generator work with Engine? Like, uh, I can help you with that. I can bolt things together and make them do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, that's what I, that's what I love, and I think we can all take away is just your, your attitude of not of not needing to know how to do something right off the bat, of being okay with with not knowing how to do it, but fully confident that you have the mental capabilities to to pick it up and and learn it. And yeah, that's what it. I learned back at that first job at the Particle Beam Lab, because this was a college, it was an educational institution, so they were all about learning. So they never asked, "Do you know how to do this?" They just asked. Can you do this? 
And at one point, they said, we want you to build this pulsar that goes from 0 to 2,000 volts in a few hundred picoseconds, ramps up quadratically to 6,000 volts, and then shuts off. Yeah, I can do that. And <laughs> my next stop was the library. It's like, how do you switch 2,000 volts at picosecond? Found this obscure little tube known as a crytron. It was developed as a trigger for nuclear weapons. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> so I bought some of these tubes, and I built this thing, and I made it work. And it turns out they had assumed I could not do this, so they had a grad student build a version. And the grad student had this giant board. It was like 18 inches on a side, and it had all these transistors in series, each one switching a few hundred of thousand volts. And it would charge up for 10 minutes and make a pulse charge up for 10 minutes and make a pulse and every few hundred pulses it would have a problem and destroy itself and here i am with my little vacuum tube thing that fits in the palm of your hand running it at 10,000 pulses a second for hours on end <laughs> that's amazing that's awesome that is amazing that's the and result of really doing some good research into if you go to wikipedia and you look up a crytron tube and there's a picture on it that's my picture of my Crytron. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Oh. Amazing. So is that where your love of vacuum tubes started? Oh, that started when I was a kid. When I was a kid, we didn't have a lot of money. So basically what I learned on was anything I could pick out of the trash. I, I did trash picking from a very young age. And what people were throwing away in those days was old vacuum stick tube stuff, so that's what I learned on, and I got really fond of it. That's my tube! I see it! It's on the screen! <laughs> so oh, it that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Jim Backwards. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Yeah, it's wow. a tiny thing, the size of a piece. Yeah, I mean, I, I would expect for something that big for it to be giant but no wow i think it'd be like the size of a big fire or something you know you also bring up a an excellent point here where you said you you, you came up on the, with this project and then you had another grad student that had a similar product but worked in a completely different method which kind of is the neat thing that kind of opens up the ideas of like to people that or really wanting to get into building something of there's more than just one correct answer on how to build something it just comes down to exactly how it is you, you really what you're really wanting out of the thing so if you only need one pulse Absolutely. every few minutes the one might be fine but the amount of overhead and cost and everything and possible failures was kind of an th issue with it and then like you come in with this little thing that just can do this every second for them all away. <laughs> hours yeah it's just and i get this a lot on neat. discord i hang out on a bunch of discords like just giving technical help and a question i'll get is like well what's the best stepper driver Find asked. That's important. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it, a lot of it's depending on your method and and the application what's going to be used in. Yeah. Wow. So wait. So you uh, for for the vacuum tubes, you 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 learned on vacuum tubes. How, how did you even like? Because like this is the, in the days before the internet, right? So. Oh yeah. I bet you. I bet you just had, all you learned from was was library books, right? Yeah, the local library was about two blocks away, so I walked there all the time looking stuff up. Oh man, that's oh. awesome! 
my dad had a copy of the R RCA receiving manual, which I probably read cover to cover. <laughs> As you remember the old episodes of Star Trek where, uh, hey, Scotty, don't you want to go out and meet women? No, I want to stay in cape up with my Technic manual. That's me. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> we were, guys, we were meant for the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been preparing for this all my life. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> in fact it's like oh nice this is this is like i can save the world through staying at home and like learning all the stuff i said i was gonna learn later like this is an amazing <laughs> opportunity right here exactly dang it we're turning into the coronavirus podcast all right we are changing the subject <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so so I, I take it that, that that's where you're working right now. You're working with Watson and getting their, their products and everything. Yeah, I'm still uh, working for the IBM subcontractor. And, uh, turns out we not just sell IBM. We also sell, like, Google Compute Engine. So, so I, I've learned out how to stand up a little VM with a big U do world net learning. Oh, cool. So, so you've been getting data science and machine learning. Yeah, because uh, that, that's a, a lot of what the company getting into is machine learning and chatbots, things like that. So I figured, hey, I need to get smart on this stuff. Selling. I learned a long time ago. Find out what the salesmen want. Go learn that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I know that, that. That's important. Um, so, like, I'm I remember I got a lot of ads for IBM Watson, and I thought it was just another like Alexa or uh, Google uh, Google Assistant, but it, it's not. It's like much more powerful, right? Yeah, it's this huge grab bag of stuff. Everything from a little cloud service that'll do speech text to this giant thing that fills a whole bunch of equipment cabinets. And uh, as we just saw on. Uh, Discord plays Jeopardy. <laughs> what am I making it do? I've got an IBM AC ninety two that I'm t to identify. I think you're you're are you cutting out a little breaking bit. up for you. Yeah. Um, I'm having some connection issues. Yeah, maybe you leave and rejoin. If you can hear us. Try. All right. He's back. All right. Uh, still cutting out. Anyways, this this is a great time to say that I think one of the one of the great things I love about all these stories and one of the things I'm taking away from it is uh, is learning. I know I, I I know I'm always touting project based learning, but you know you have I always learn best when you know you have that goal and you have that ideal that you're trying to go for, and you're like, well, okay, I I, I want to go here, but I'm right I'm I'm right here. Let's I need to know this this and this before I can get this project done. Like that that's where I shine, and I I think it's the same for a lot of you guys out there. Yeah, just learning by doing. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's taking the motivation. Yeah. I, I love learning, but I'm terrible in school. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, I only got yeah. into college because, well, they have this weird nomograph that if your grade point average is X, then an SAT score of Y to get in. Luckily, demon at standardized tests, and I, I read like a fiend. So my SAT scores were off the charts, but grade point average, 0. 0.96. <laughs> and I got in. Nice. <laughs> that, that's amazing. So wait, I, did you graduate from college? No, I, I went for four years. I learned a bunch of stuff, but I didn't have enough credits in any one discipline for a degree. And I had simply run out of patience, so I... <laughs> uh, so, the, the, yeah, you're like the, the, the original, um, like, non-college graduate success story right there. You know? Yeah, like, for, 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 for all of those out you who are, you know, trapped in a, in, in a terrible education situation and wondering, you know, is there another way? Yes, there is another way. It's not easy, but... <laughs> Definitely takes willpower and determination and just... Yeah. And luck. And, and a little bit of luck. <laughs> and good contacts. Yeah. Who you know? Yeah, no works. Ooh, here, here we got a, a question from Sergeant Warhammer. How many things at school are you actually using in the field? I'm actually using, of all things, English and math. <laughs> so true. I can see the math. <laughs> Yeah, English uh, I'm using because a lot of what we're doing with the machine learning is text analysis and extracting sentences. So actually understanding gerunds and functions and that stuff has weirdly come in uh, critical skill. Interesting. That's good to know. I, 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 yeah, that, that makes sense. I wanted a little bit of NLP, natural language processing, Um but yeah, no, that, that that's definitely important. Um, wow. So, uh, where did you we cut off when you were talking about Watson? Uh, I, I was just saying, I, following up on your comment about I learn best when I'm doing a project, so I set mm -hmm. myself a project of using machine learning to identify Lego brick, build an automated Lego sword. Oh, oh that's yes. what that's for! <sighs> Oh, yes. How is that going, by the way? It's beginning to go. I don't have the mechanical parts very far, but built a machine learning model that does a pretty good job. It's 64% accurate to get started with because then I can put it learning feedback. So uh. Uh, what I want to do now is squeeze the model down small enough to run it on a Raspberry Pi. And then I can buy camera to look at the Lego. And then the PIOs to, like, the servos or something to bat the around the bucket. <laughs> oh, yeah, now that... I remember... Yeah, isn't that, like, the... That's the basis for the Lego vacuum cleaner that was released uh, April 1st a couple years ago, right? <laughs> oh, I missed that one. Sounds good. <gasps> oh, yeah. So, Lego does this thing where, uh, for April Fool's... They actually release a product that everyone really wants, but 
you know, it's April Fool's, so it's just a joke product. And one of the the joke products was a was a vacuum cleaner that um, vacuumed up Legos and automatically sorted. Them. Oh yeah, that, that would sell like hotcakes. Oh for sure. <laughs> That's the next step of the project. You can do it slow. No, can you do it fast? <laughs> uh, uh, wow. That, that that that's amazing. So, out of like all the, like what what was like out of your whole life experience, what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned? Biggest words of wisdom to to share with the audience. Well, uh, one of the ones we've hit so far, uh, don't assume you can't think of how. Learned a lot just stuff, even if I fail. Mm -hmm. And. Okay. Uh, be afraid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely words of wisdom to go by. <sighs> Alright, how, how many things do you not know and what would you like to learn that has little to nothing to do with engineering? That is a good question. Thanks, Sergeant. Uh, there's infinite number of things I don't uh, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. Um, Internet uh, connection might have went out again, or you're not speaking close enough to your microphone. Mm, could be. This. Oh, that's way better. Yeah, that's better. Okay. Yeah, I think I bumped my headset mic. <laughs> that happens from time to time. I, I, it, it was just like the the dramatic pause before you revealed something super deep and and wide. <laughs> so no pressure. <laughs> I'd like to get better at carpentry, which is vaguely engineering related. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. That's I'm uh, picking that up when I end up getting my uh, bought my house. Doing oh, a... buying a house is a great excuse to learn to exactly. Tools. <laughs> I remember my very first, right before I got to do my very first major project here, my buddy ended up kidnapping me and taking me to a Harbor Freight sale, and <laughs> we loaded up his entire SUV with all kinds of tools. Oh, awesome! <laughs> For and like, then probably sent you back a hundred dollars. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I think the whole trip was like maybe five or six hundred dollars, and I, like it, it literally was the whole the whole interior of that vehicle. Like I had a my lap was loaded with uh, tools and stuff. Like I couldn't even, we couldn't even fit anything more in the back or whatnot or on the roof. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> the cat showed up. Hello, cat. Uh, uh, yeah, no, that 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 that's 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 amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so, what, do you have any projects in mind for carpentry, or just like in general? There's a an event out in Baltimore called the Kinetic Sculpture Race. They do every year, where you build a sculpture that's mobile, and then you race it around a course. And it's not really for prizes; it's just to show off and have fun. But I want to do this. That, I, wait, what, what is it called? I, I have to look this up. 
Kinetic sculpture. They do this in a bunch of cities, so there may be one near you. Kinetic sculpture race. Alright. Wait, so you're like riding on the sculpture, or does it like. Like, is it. I assume there's motors. Okay, alright. I'm getting pictures. Yeah, it, it, wow. it, it has to be human powered, so it, it could be as simple as a modified bicycle to like a vehicle you build yourself and pedal down the street. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are cool. Those are really cool. Alright, I'm going to put a link in the show notes, guys, because you're not going to want to miss this. I, I'm, I'm seeing some pretty. Wow. That would be so much fun. <laughs> Yeah, that is, exactly. See, that, that's what that, that's what I love. Like your your reasons for doing stuff isn't you know some quote unquote sensible thing. Like oh, I wanna I wanna add an addition to my house, or I wanna <laughs> you know like like an, an army. You're like oh, <laughs> you know, I, I want to go on this legendary, amazing kinetic sculpture race. That's what I want to do. Yeah, that, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> oh, that, that's what makes it so interesting. It's just. Boldly wow. going where no engineer has gone before. <laughs> Wait, what is what is the the story that like most um like that uh, that I guess exemplifies that the most? Like, what's the most random sort of like awesome off the walls thing you've done? Uh, one time, I decided I wanted to dress up as a Ghostbuster. So I, I got an Arduino and a bunch of cardboard and styrofoam, and I made a proton pack, and I bought a suit and so forth. And I went to the company Halloween party, and I had some fun. And then I found out there's a group of people who dress up as Ghostbusters and visit local hospitals to cheer up children. So I started hanging out with them and doing that. And then there was a contest, Omaze with running this contest like hey you you can go to the ghostbusters fam fest and, and meet the cast and try out this new vr game i'm like yeah sure so i threw some money at it and i won <laughs> <laughs> so i got to fly out to la and hang out with dan Aykroyd and ernie hudson and go to ghost fest and do this ar game I'm like this is cool just because i randomly decided to build a proton pack and then ran with it <laughs> That's, nice. That is beautiful. And you helped kids along the way, right? Yeah, it, it was a win all around. There was no downside. That's awesome. <sighs> oh my gosh, wow. All right, well, I, we should probably uh, pack, pack things up here. So glad you could could uh, hop on here. And I, I, I just want to thank you for all the Discord servers, because I know you're on a lot. And... You're not only on a lot of servers, but you're also uh, like active and helping so many people out with their, their questions and such. And like, thank you for that service because, you know, it's it's. I, I'm sure I, I think probably almost every one of us have <laughs> been helped by your your sage advice at one point or another. And, and it's weird. I've been helping out on Adafruit, you know, just just to help out, and they created the whole community helpers role. For me, basically. <laughs> I'm like, that, that was cool of you guys. I appreciate the recognition. <laughs> awesome. That, yeah, that's that's great. Wow. Um, is there any, like, do, do you have many public uh, 
social media accounts to for people to follow, like YouTube or Twitter? Uh, I'm on I'm on Facebook, where um, occasionally active, and I'm on Dreamwith, where when I get an idea to post about, I'll post about. That's about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, Discord is is obviously the best place. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like things like Slack and Discord, where there, there's a, a real back and forth and an interaction. Mm-hmm. Me too. That, that's why this is my like my absolute favorite social media medium is because. You, you just you get you engage with people on such a better level like i feel like social media it's more about branding and about like your your public face to the world and and then discord's more of like the, that personal connection that i i absolutely love i agree um, with that absolutely so i th- also i i i mean just thank you nathan for doing the um doing the youtube videos and and getting us out on youtube um since so that is a that is a great way we we get out there really appreciate it um nate's great yeah. Nate. <laughs> yes uh yeah thanks again for for being in the show and um if you haven't already of course follow our podcast uh hit the like button if you are on youtube um and uh no matter what project you're working on guys keep it janky to the max yeah, you've seen my projects. They are. <laughs>